0: I always feel like I introduce by saying I'm so excited to have so-and-so, but I always am. God has let me know so many wonderful women, and one of those wonderful women is Tabitha Murdoch. Tabitha, thank you so much for joining me today. Hey, friend. Thank you for having me. Oh, for sure. So Tabitha is joining all the way from Germany they are a missionary family that has been on the field for just about seven months now. And we had the opportunity to get to know their family while they were in Knoxville, Tennessee. Goodness, it's been like years ago now because we've both mm-hmm. been on deputation since. Um, then our paths got to cross them on deputation. And my my, I'm so excited that I can claim this. We were the Murdoch's last stop. On their deputation journey, on their way home, they got to stop at our house for a little while. We got to spend some yes. time with them. <laughs> I'm so thankful that that worked out because you just, you have the sweetest family, the sweetest kids. Even now, like it's been, well, months since you guys left. Mm-hmm. And my kids will talk about your kids and just remember Aww. the fun time that they had when that we crossed paths sometimes with deputation and when we had you to our house. but. Do you want to introduce your family a little bit? Tell us about your husband and your kiddos and where you are and what you're doing.
1: Sure. Um, My husband is Brandon. Um, I'm Tabitha. We have uh, four children. Our oldest is 15, uh, Reese. Our second is Julie. She is 11. Logan is 10, and Wesley is four already. Mm. And um, we are here in Germany. We are in West Germany and we've been here for seven months now already. It's gone by so fast. And um, we are plugging away, getting things uh, settled in still. And my husband's in language school and loving it. And we just, um, God has been so good to allow us to have a home here and start ministering to people in our neighborhood and in our community, uh, even through this crazy pandemic. Yes,
0: so, that, this isn't your first time in Germany, correct? You were there years ago. Right.
1: Yes. Oh, gracious. We left when Julie was eight weeks old. So, okay. it's been, yeah, 11, almost 12 and years. And that was military, right? Yes. My husband okay. was in the Air Force. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. So, God had you there for that time. And then you were back in the States for a while and He worked on your heart about going back mm-hmm. and doing mission
1: work there. Yes, and we're actually in the same exact church that um, God burdened our hearts for oh, um, wow. to come back here. So we're, we get to be a part I of that, and I it's knew just that. surreal. It's amazing, and it's it's wild because we think like, uh, wow, God has done so much of a change in our lives. Like, I can't believe we're back here, but our our hearts are totally different. Yeah. God is amazing in the change that He's done. Yes.
0: Well, neat. Well, I am so excited to have you join me today, really to talk about the topic of trusting your children to God. So you've, I mean, obviously from Germany to the States, back to Germany, you know, God, you you mentioned, he's been doing so much in your hearts. And I've seen bits and pieces of that. You know, we have some mutual friends. I've had my sweet friend, Denise Palmer, join me on here um, for our Titus 2 talk. She is a mutual friend of Tabitha and I, really Mm -hmm. a mentor to both of us. And through that, through just our relationship, I've got to see little snippets of your life and your testimony and your faith as different things have come up um, and you just have surrendered and have trusted the Lord and obeyed him as you try to follow what he has for your family and as you trust your children to the Lord. You know, I think sometimes we think of our children as ours. You know, we hold them so close. This is what I want for them. This is what I think is best for them. And that's been a lesson that I've had to learn as a mom is first of all, they're not mine, they're God's Mm -hmm. and he's just loaned them to me. But second of all, my best is never going to compare to anything close to what God's best is. And though I don't understand all the time what he's doing, you know, sometimes I even think about the world. Just last night, Simeon and I were talking, and I, this was not the world that my kids were supposed to grow up in, <laughs> according to me, you know? Right. And the, But nothing has caught God by surprise. And so I've been so encouraged as I've watched your motherhood journey and seeing how God's just done that work in your heart. So that's what you're going to speak to today and just encourage some of us lessons you've learned, things you're still working on, I'm sure, because yes. <laughs> it is a continual oh. surrender. I feel like it motherhood, is. it's just, I, I think Denise and I were saying we could stay on our knees forever because it's just this constant giving back, giving
1: back, giving back to God. Yes. And isn't that the way the Lord wants us? He just wants us to depend on him. And so often we just think, oh yeah, I can do this. And then he, there's another child in the mix who's completely different. And you're like, wait a second, where'd that come from? (laughs) (laughs) I thought I had this figured out. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Oh, great. And it's easy, I think, to want uh, an equation um, of, you know, how, how am I supposed to have my child turn out? Well, I want them to be good soldiers for the Lord. How is their uh what equation do I need to do like yes. what what plus what equals uh a good child that will turn out to be a good adult and someone that the Lord can use but it's not like it, like you said it's a it's a moment by moment um thing of just honestly a sacrifice it really mm-hmm. is trusting our kids to Christ um it starts with our own trust in him like i could never trust my kids to god if i didn't know him and trust Areas of my life with him first. Mm -hmm. There's just there's no way.
0: (laughs) You know, I when you said that, it made me think of one time (laughs) talking about the equation. I was reading about Moses, you know, when he was little and his mother had Mm -hmm. that brief window of time with him. And you know, I was sitting there like, if I just knew like what scripture verses she read to him? What Bible songs did they sing? Like yes. whatever her formula was, I'm just going to repeat that. Cause you know, I have mm-hmm. kids that are in that age. They're the little ones. So what did she do? This is what I want to do. And then I realized uh-huh. Moses wrote the Pentateuch. Like <laughs> she didn't have the right. complete Bible. They didn't have all the Sunday school songs. Just the reality that she just lived a real faith and shared that day in and day out with her child and the heart that that was that that put in Moses that he was able to turn his back on all that Egypt had to mm-hmm. offer and follow God, even though that meant hardness and suffering mm-hmm. and uncertainty. But that that was like a, a mind blowing moment for me when I realized that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. I love, I love all the biblical accounts that we can go back to and be like, how, where? Yes. And really when we, um, when we fight this battle of trusting our kids to the Lord, we really are fighting it on two uh, levels, I guess you could say, or two different areas. Mm -hmm. First, we have to battle our own emotions and fear and worry and discouragement of being a mom or being a Christian. And then the second one is we have to fight by training our kids to battle their own emotions and fear and discontentment. And all of a sudden, like we're like, okay, Lord, I've given them to you. But then these emotions surface and you're like, how in the world is this all supposed to work out? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know Romans 8, 28 says, you know, all things work together for good. Lord, how in the world is this, how is this going to happen? How is this going to work? How is this going to be a good thing for my child right now?
0: Yes. Well, you know, and I think so often, you know, we dedicate our babies to the Lord, you know, yes. and, and I've thought back to that sometimes, especially with my first, you know, all that I really thought about on that day was, okay, how are our outfits going to match? Is she going to (laughs) cry? You know, and all of that, but that dedicating them to the Lord, that surrender Mm. has looked different as the years have progressed. And while I still love taking my new baby up and having that moment of prayer and that realization of this is a child that God has given me. I am going to give him back, give this child back to him. The realization that this surrender like you said this surrender happens on a daily basis when mm-hmm. we're in the midst of temper tantrums or you know I have no idea what I'm doing lord or I look at the world and I'm like what's going on what are they going to grow up in it's this constant surrender of I trust you you've given them mm-hmm. to me for a reason help me to do with them what you want me to
1: I think it's so neat that you just mentioned that because when I was thinking about you know what does it mean to trust your child to Christ, I thought of the altar too. Mm -hmm. And I think it's so neat that the altar where we get married, the altar where we, um, dedicate our children to Christ and the altar where we yield either our sin or, you know, whatever we're struggling with, we lay it on the altar and it's a sacrifice. It is, it's sacrificing our, um, Our desires, our plans, like Mm -hmm. you said, like this is not the way it was supposed to be. This is—I had a totally different thing in mind. But it's—it's a commitment, and both of those promises, both marriage and children, it's far more complicated than we could ever imagine in the moment. Mm -hmm. You know, you get married and you're just like, oh, la la land. Like we're gonna live (laughs) on. This is gonna be perfect. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And then just having a baby, and we just—I couldn't wait to be a mom myself, and just holding the child and teaching them and being the one where they fall down and they want to run to you. And you're just like, yes, yes. I can be that mom. I'm so excited. But it's a commitment we don't understand fully, but they're both sacrifices. And I love in, uh, I believe it's Genesis 15, the account of Abram, and he's uh, dedicating uh, a sacrifice to the Lord. And these buzzards come down and try to eat away of his sacrifice, try to carry it away and eat it. And he has to stand guard on his sacrifice. He drove them away, it says. And we have to do the same thing too when we dedicate our marriage and our life and especially our children to the Lord. Those attacks aren't buzzards, but they're they're worry, they're fear, Mm -hmm. they're doubt. And sometimes it's even weariness that we have to just drive away from the sacrifice that we've given God so that we can say, no, Lord, it's not my will. It's thine will be done. Help me in this situation and watching our children, um, grow their own faith in the Lord is amazing, but they watch us. And, um, when my husband and I started going to Sunday school together as a married couple, I heard this quote and, and I love quotes. I love Mm -hmm. good quotes, but, This one said, and I don't even remember who said it. So I I wish I could give them credit, but it said to give children good instruction and a bad example is to tell them of the way to heaven, but take them by the hand and lead them in the way to hell. Mm. And it was just so powerful that it stuck with me over years and they're watching us and we have been given a chance to lead them to the Lord through sacrificing them, but encouraging their relationship with the Lord, and as we cling to Christ ourselves and trust Him with our children's life, um, the hymn "Tis so sweet to trust in Jesus" it becomes our our prayer and our our motto, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but just how I've proved Him, or and or, <sighs> you know, I trust Him, and our children can learn that too. The more we are familiar in leading our hearts to Christ, uh, the more familiar our kids will be and the better they'll be at seeking him through their own, um, need of making a sacrifice to the Lord as well. Mm -hmm.
0: Well, I know in your life, you have proved the Lord again and again with your children in some really specific areas, different things that, God's chosen to grow you all through. Mm -hmm. Um, So do you want to share just some of your own testimony of how has God made this real in your life?
1: Oh, gracious. I think it started with, um, honestly, just yielding their life to God. Mm -hmm. Each one of our children, um, we had some kind of medical issue, um, almost right off the bat, uh, Reese our oldest was nine months old. um, when she became ill and we were here, we were in Germany at the time. Well, I was, my husband was deployed Mm -hmm. and, uh, I took her to the emergency in the emergency room in the middle of the night, um, because she just wouldn't wake up and she didn't want to eat for a couple of days. And it was just first time mom, I was scared, but I couldn't Mm -hmm. put my finger on anything. Well, we get to the hospital and they do blood work and come to find out she was dying. Her liver was literally shutting down. And that was a time that I could, the first time I can remember ever praying and asking God for anything really, mm-hmm. um, was just save my daughter's life. And he did, he saved her life and he um, He got a hold of my heart and my life through that. But then Julie, she was a, uh, a twin. We lost her twin about, four months into the pregnancy and I was on bed rest. So I had to give her life to the Lord mm-hmm. from a young age. And Logan was the same. He, um, I didn't have any pregnancy problems with him, but he, um, he got a vaccine when he was just, uh, right around a year old mm. and was put in pick you from it. Um, and really God thankfully spared his life, but he used that, um, that hard time, um, to show us his food allergies and other things that, uh, that we've had to fight through. But, um, Wesley was high risk and he was a high risk pregnancy. And I mean, he's a, a wild little thing now he's (laughs) bouncing around and, and wonderfully healthy now, but each one of those times that I've had to trust the Lord with the life of our children, Mm -hmm. um, it's been a stepping stone really, um, of a way that I can put my own faith in the Lord and to grow even more. And he's used it. He's used every one of those instances to, to help me and to help our family and help us to trust him later in life. Um, it's easy to want children to be healthy (laughs) and to not suffer. And, um, Man, I don't want hard things for my kids, especially mm-hmm. when they're so little and they're just babies. They can't even tell us what's wrong. Mm-hmm. It's so hard to navigate, and I want to just take away all the pain. I, you know, we're mamas, we're fixers. We're just bring me the problem and let mama fix it. Yes. <laughs> but John uh, thirteen or no sixteen, John sixteen thirty three says, "In the world, ye shall have tribulations. Mm-hmm. Like our kids are gonna suffer, and we can't take that from them." But I wanted, I've always wanted to be the mom that's like, oh, I'll just make it easy for my kids. I'll just cushion them. I'll just, I'll take the brunt of it. You know, Mm -hmm. whatever I have to do to help my kids, that's what we'll do. I just want them to be happy and well-adjusted. But oh, my soul, God showed me that that way of thinking was basically me saying, I want my kids to trust God with their life, like their life depended on it but I didn't really want their life to depend on it. And I didn't want them to go through it and suffer. But, but he is so good through all of it. And he does, he's just, he's shows up in a mighty way and experiencing God in all those ways and having him come close to us during that time is just, it's worth every heartache and tear that, an unplanned thing Mm -hmm. that we'd ever wanted. And, and really when I look back on my own life and I look at my own faith journey, all the times that I began to grow and truly seek after the Lord came through challenges and trials.
0: You know, I was just, I was just thinking that because that is something that God spoke so clearly to me one day when I was praying because my life has had thing hard things that I never would have scripted. But it yeah. has been in direct correlation with those things that the catalyst of growth in my life mm. has been so much more than the easy times. And I remember yes. one time I was praying, you know, like, Lord, this isn't the world I wanted for my kids. This isn't the scenario. This isn't the trial, you know. And basically just telling like, I wanted everything to be perfect and easy and happy and sunshine and roses. But then God reminded me that, but you also want them to have a very real faith that will stand the storms. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't happen unless you're strengthened through them. And just the realization of in my life, it's been through the hard things that the real faith has come and the reality that I no, I can't shelter them from everything, though right. I even want to shelter them from everything, but mm-hmm. that's not, again, that would be my best, but that's not mm-hmm. God's best for them. And more than I want them to have just days of nothing but pure bliss, mm-hmm. I want them to have a faith that is strong, that is anchored mm-hmm. deep in Christ. And, and if that means that they're going to have to walk through hard things like I've had to walk through hard things. It's been worth it in my life. So I have to trust that it would be worth it in theirs as well.
1: Yes. So when, I think when we, um, when we try to cushion our children or we try to, um, take away the hurt or the pain that they'll go through, we're taking part in that, uh, uh self-entitled, child rearing Mm -hmm. where it just produces spiritually weak children and they're, they're self-absorbed. They really are. And I think when we, we try to do that, we are trying to play God and it's um, preventing hardships and discomfort from them is only going to push them further from the Lord. And by doing that, we're really keeping them from the thing that God could be using to equip them to be used by him.
0: Yes. So true. You know, I, I, I've been encouraged to, through your life specifically, you know, God has put a very specific call on your family, ours as well. You know, everybody has their unique calling that God has put Mm -hmm. them to, but he doesn't ask everybody to pack up their family and move internationally. Um, you know, that has a different level of (laughs) surrender to it in some ways. Um, you know, and, and for you, that has, had different effects on different ones of your kids, whether it's health issues or, Mm -hmm. you know, you have a teenager now, how do you take your teenager out of friendships and comfort zone? And in this transitional period of life, you know, oh, we're just going to pack everybody up and move (laughs) across the world, you know, but it's been encouraging for me to watch that though you still had to work through those things just because you surrendered and said, okay, God, you're calling us to Germany. We're going to go. That didn't mean that all of the hard stuff, all of the things you had to work through disappeared, but you just said, you know what? There's something higher. There's something better. God is not just calling mom and dad to this. But if you're part of our home, he's called our whole family. You know, we try to mm-hmm. to share that with our kids some. We we're a unit. Like God's called all of this to us to this. And that means that he's got something for you in it as well. So mm-hmm. I've been encouraged to see and you know, you've had to work through different things with different, you know, personalities and different struggles through your children. But I think, you know, from what you've experienced to this point, and I would be safe to say that it's not over yet, you know, there's always (laughs) more ahead, but obedience brings God's blessing and, and I've seen that lived out in your life, how that you have obeyed, you have walked forward, your kids have joined you in that journey, but they've also been able to experience that obedience and they've experienced the blessings that have come with that.
1: Yes. Yes. I think um, just the fact that we are honest with our kids mm-hmm. and tell them, honey, I don't know how it's going to play out. I honestly don't know why God would call us. I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's not like a million people standing in line, but <laughs> if we just say yes to whatever God would have us to do in that moment, then we we know we're in God's will for our life. And um, when you invited me on here, I thought, oh, my soul, like, I wonder if my children even think that I trust God with them. <laughs> so I asked uh, our oldest, I said, um, do you think mommy and daddy trust God with our life? And she thought about it for a minute. And she was like, well, can I answer you honestly? <laughs> I'm like, yes, Leave no matter what children. you say. I know, <laughs> right? She she's so sweet. (laughs) Yes. You're not going to get in trouble. Like I want your honest opinion. And she was like, okay. She said, yeah, I think you do overall. I think you sometimes worry about stuff, but I can see how you've just wanted to please God your whole life. And I can trust you. I trust that whatever decision you make, it's not because you want to do it. And that was such a humbling thing. For her to say, and I started crying, and she's like, Oh no, <laughs> did I say something wrong? And I'm like, No, <laughs> <laughs> of course not. But like, God, how did you get us to this? Like, yeah. the, this is what I've wanted my whole life was just, I mean, not my whole life, honestly. I didn't care anything about the Lord until He got a hold of my heart after having her. But after having the desire to serve the Lord and please Him, I have no idea what I'm doing. But I know that if I'm pleasing God in the moment and in making decisions, that if I'm depending on the Lord, that I know that I'm doing right. And mm-hmm. it may look different tomorrow, but I can say, hey, I made that decision yesterday or last year because I knew that's what God wanted me to do in the moment. Yeah. And trusting your children isn't just trusting their life, but their health and their well-being. And God knows them way better than we ever could. Mm-hmm. And I think like, I'm going to be this detailed mom. I want to know everything about my kids and make sure they talk to me about everything. and Just be so close to them. And I do, and I love it. But, um, but knowing that I can't be their savior and mm-hmm. I can't be with them always has, um, has been really good and humbling for me. I remember when uh, Logan was little and we were still, um, Brandon was still in Bible college there. Um, Logan was hospitalized so often. And I would go into these detailed lists of what he had had in the hospital, what his reactions were to it. I could tell you the time of year that his asthma would start to flare up. I could tell you how much gluten he could have before mm-hmm. he started having reactions. And I just, I wanted to be so detailed in his life that I thought his life depended on me. And, and God did give me the ability to take care of him well, but he was so used to being around me that whenever we uh, got his, his life, I guess you could say stabilized through medicine and, um, and just the Lord taken over, Uh, I had to learn to entrust him to his Sunday school teachers at church or VBS workers or, you know, a friend that so that we could go on a date. And I can remember dropping him off at Sunday school and standing around the corner and listening to him cry. And I would be like, okay do I step in now? Lord, do I step in now? <laughs> and a few times for a while, it was rough. Mm-hmm. He would cry and then he would throw up and then he would go into this asthma attack and we'd have to go home. And it was like, why, why do we even go to church mm. on Sunday when this is just going to happen? Yeah. But God used that hard time of trying to get back in the habit of going to church and getting him into Sunday school that, um, he let us, God let us see that he Logan did better if we sent his sister, Julie into his class and she's practically his age anyways. So it worked out well, but, um, I had to trust other people to take care of him too. And really in trusting them, I was trusting the one who would never leave them nor forsake them and trust that. Okay, Lord, I am trusting these people (laughs) to take care of him, though they may not know his, you know, oh, is he breathing wrong? Okay, now he needs his inhaler, but you do. Mm -hmm. And you have given us, you know, all these children to help each other. And Julie did. We, um, So Logan stabilized and he was doing well in things in class. Um, But the Lord used that on deputation when we were traveling. Um, Julie was in a class with him And the kids overall just did amazing traveling and meeting people. And Mm -hmm. God gives you a family to serve together. He really does. And we help each other. And it's just amazing to see the Lord work. But um, they were in a class one morning and we had just gotten everything set up in the auditorium. And uh, after a Sunday school or something, Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden Julie comes running into me and she's like, mama, I need you quick. I'm like what? What's wrong? And I turned the corner, and Logan's standing there, all red-faced and mad because she pulled him out of class. And uh, she was like, "Mama, he ate a peanut butter cookie." And I'm like, what are you talking about? Sure enough, he had eaten a cookie, and because Julie was in class with him, she was alerted to this tastes funny. Oh my soul! It's peanut butter. Mm. That we were able to give him his epipen and rush him to the hospital. And God used all of that, like just to be able to trace the Lord's hand through the hard times to be able to bring us back to, wow, even, even that, you know, he had us five minutes from a hospital Mm -hmm. and he used his sister to identify danger quickly. And had she not been in there, who knows how it would have turned out. Mm -hmm. So God uses just all of the we think trauma. (laughs) And and I think it's more traumatic to us mamas than it is to them, but God uses every bit of it. And it's just, it's so neat to watch. Yeah.
0: Well, that's amazing. And you know, the reality too, that just as much as obedience brings his blessing, disobedience, does not bring his blessing and it really mm-hmm. removes that hedge of protection. You know, I mm-hmm. I want to be within that hedge. I just had somebody recently reach out to me and ask me, "How can you have peace with moving across the globe? Yeah. You know, taking your family and your kids mm-hmm. and from everything they've ever known." And you know, that's something I've had to wrestle through as I have trusted my children to God because I know growing up, I wasn't really super close to either set of my grandparents. And the one thing that I always wanted for my kids was to have a great relationship with their grandparents. Well, they have wonderful grandparents. We have Simeon's parents are like 15 minutes away. My dad and stepmom are less than two hours. We see them all the time. And it has been such a gift to me to watch their relationships. Mm. And I struggled with that when we first started deputation, because I was like, here I am. I have the one thing that I really wanted for my kids with their grandparents. And I'm the one taking them Uh out of that, you know, and that was just a, I mean, that might be a silly area. That's no life threatening health issue, but that was something that I had to work through and surrender in my own life. But just The reality, and my reply was simple. God's called us to Australia. Mm -hmm. God's called you to Germany. Maybe God's just calling you down the street or whatever it is. But the reality that I will only find joy in the Mm -hmm. center of his will. And if for any reason I choose to remove myself from the center of his will, I am opening up myself, my marriage, my family, my home to not having the blessing of God upon it and the reality of that, you know, there were several different things in those first days of a starting deputation of really the life transition from what we had always known to completely stepping out in blind faith. You know, whether it was financial or emotional things we had to go through, there were so many things where one path seemed like it showed us what the future was going to be. And it was a future That was the American dream. And then another path required us to sacrifice so much and we had no idea where it would end. But it was the path of uncertainty that was the path that God wanted us on. And so I'm I'm thankful for my husband and his leading and just the Lord getting a hold of our hearts and saying, trust me. I will prove myself to you. And he has again and again and again. Mm -hmm. And at this point, you know, not that I've arrived. And I think you would say the same thing. We have lots more lessons to learn, but I can look back and see markers of my faith Mm -hmm. where I've, you know, I I am more resolved now than I was five years ago to keep walking that path of uncertainty, because I can say, you know, I don't know where it's going to lead, but I know that God's been every single step of, Mm -hmm. The past, he's been there with me and he's guided, and I can trust him for that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, I think uh, trusting the Lord with their future is uh, is hard too. I love the verse, um, Psalm 73 26 has rung so true to me in seeking the Lord, uh, in serving him and moving and in our kids' health and trusting our children to him. Uh, it says my flesh and my heart faileth, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. And that covers the whole world, no matter where we go or what we think our children are lacking. We're not going to lack any good thing if we seek the Lord and we're serving him and seeking to please him. And I love the verse that it talks about, um, God is my strength because I can be so weak at times. And I think, oh Lord, how do I not just annoy you (laughs) with all of my complaints and my needs or what I think are needs, but I, I can be so weak and we all know our bodies are going to fail us at some point in time, whether it be, we're going to be sick. Eventually we know that we know we're going to eventually, you know, lose our bodies when we Mm -hmm. go to heaven. A sickness is going to happen and we can almost see it coming. So we're not as shocked by it. Mm -hmm. Typically we're not. But when our heart aches and our emotional heart fails us, those tend to catch us off guard. Yes. (laughs) And I love that it says he's the strength of my heart Mm. because not only do I have to depend on him for just, you know, my life and my children's life and our health, but for our heartaches and Mm -hmm. for our emotions and he's our strength from it. And a portion is a suitable amount given. And no matter what we face or where we are, my portion will always be enough if I have the Lord. Mm -hmm. And if I am walking close to him, we do have those blessings. And it's, it's such an amazing thing to be able to claim Bible verses And say, You are my portion. I don't know what I'm catching it in at the moment, but you are more than enough. Yes. Well, that is so good.
0: Well, how would you, kind of wrapping this up, how would you encourage ladies to trust their children to God? Really, I mean, I think we could just blanket statement this. How do you trust your kids to Mm -hmm. God? But things are a little bit extra crazy, I feel like, in the past couple Mm -hmm. of years. You know, it's, It's just a different world than it was several years ago. And I think a lot of times with mamas, that uncertainty, the fear of the future on a worldwide scale can even make us a little more uncertain. Um, But do you have any encouragement for the moms on just trusting our kids to God, no
1: matter what circumstances come? Yeah. I think it's such an easy thing to say, well, just trust your kids to the Lord. We'll just trust your life to the Lord. But it is such a difficult thing and totally different when you try to live it out. Mm-hmm. But the Lord promises to meet us where we are and to help us. I used to hate the uh, idea of unknowns. Like, I love schedules, I love a good plan of action. Yes. And <laughs> amen right there. That's me. <laughs> yes. And it seems like uh, God's taught me that uh, though I don't like the unknowns, I can be very thankful for them mm-hmm. because I while I still don't like them, <laughs> I can be thankful for them because I don't know everything I'm going to face. Yeah. And that's good because I would probably be crippled in fear or worry or even doubt because it just comes out of nowhere, it seems like, but when we yield to God's will for our life and um, we do yield our children to Christ, it's a it's a day by day thing. We have to fight off those um, natural tendencies to worry and to overthink things and mm-hmm. just say, Lord, I have this fear and I'm bringing it to you. And I know the Bible says, fear not and I'm struggling with it, but I want to, I want to trust you in this. Um, when we were about to move here, um, it seems like such a small thing to some people, but it looked like we were going to have to have, um, the vaccine Mm -hmm. to move here. And I thought, Oh Lord, there is no way. How in the world are you going to call me to allow Logan to get a vaccine when you know, he was hospitalized, Mm -hmm. from the last one that he had it was it was crippling and but God had me reading this book um, evidence not seen by Darlene Dibler Ross and I um, there was a part in it I won't ruin it for anybody that hasn't read it but it was so good someone told her um, be a good soldier for God and that has been one of my main prayers is no matter the outcome, help me to be a good soldier for you. Mm-hmm. And um, Elizabeth Elliott said, Don't dig up and doubt what you planted in faith. And so often we can make sacrifices and these um, uh, promises, I guess you could say, to the Lord, these times that we depend on Him. But then when we're faced with opposition, we're, Oh no, did God really? Does He really? Are you, Lord, are you sure? Yes. But you've, don't dig it up. Don't be, um, so worrisome that you, you take back what you've already dedicated to God Mm -hmm. and we don't have to be in control. And that's a good thing because we don't know what's best. Um, I think, uh, if I could say, um, something so simple as just don't wait until your child is going through some kind of hard time to dedicate them to the Lord, to say, uh, God help, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, take it a day at a time and say, Lord, you've given me this child. What should I do in this situation? I need you to, to give me the words to say, I need you to show me where I'm struggling to trust you with stuff. Um, Otto Koenig is, uh, or was a missionary. Uh, And he shares his um, journey of surrendering so many things to the Lord. But he has this series called the Pineapple Story series. And it just shows his wonderful life of faith and yielding and surrender to God. And it has been such a blessing to me. And I've tried to share that anywhere and with anyone I can. Yes. um, Another thing would be just to ask God to increase your faith. Anytime we were in the hospital or anytime we've dealt with uh, something that was life-threatening, something that was serious, my prayer would be Mark nine twenty-four. Lord, I believe, but help thou my unbelief. I need my faith in you to be increased now. Find promises in God's word that you can pray and that you can claim and then reach out to a friend. It's not something that you do Over, you know, a day, surrender your child to the Lord, the different phases that they go through. We were just talking about this, the different stages of life they're in, Uh, new challenges come up. They do. So it is a daily thing that we have to ask God for help with. And um, my soul, find a good praying friend. (laughs) Iron (laughs) sharpen its iron. That has been um, huge for me. I truly believe that I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for friends praying for us. Mm -hmm. And um, reach out to a close family member or a a friend and pray specifics. Be honest with them. Tell them what you're struggling with, with your child, you know, Mm -hmm. what are you, whatever you're facing, God loves your children more than you do. Mm -hmm. And that's hard for us to swallow as mamas. But if we can trust that their pain won't be wasted, that it's from the Lord, then we can claim Romans five through five, where it says tribulation, worketh patience and patience, experience and experience hope. God knows the best for our kids. And if we yield them to him, then we know he can be trustworthy. And we know that their suffering won't be for nothing. And I think if I could just um, say to a mama who's hurting or Uh, walking a hard road with their kids, whether it be health or maybe even a wayward child, Mm -hmm. ask yourself these questions. What areas am I fearful in and what am I trying to control? Mm -hmm. And ask God to show you, God, help me. I want to see where I'm struggling. Ask him to show you areas that you're trying to have your child avoid. I mean, we would love to remove some of the obstacles in our kids' life, but God can use them. You could ask um, God to show you what you can teach your child, what you could see your child grow through this trial, maybe their character. Mm -hmm. How could this help their character? How can I point them to you so that they grow through this? And um, maybe what promise... um, that you can claim for yourself, ask God to show you in his word, what promises you can claim, um, and ask him just to show you the thoughts that we need to take captive and not let rule us. And just that he would prove himself faithful. Ask him to remind you of the times that, uh, that he has proved himself to you and that, um, you just know that he will, he'll be there again Mm and he'll help you through the next one. Yeah.
0: And I think all of those are prayer requests that God wants to answer in our yes. lives, because all of those are things that either make us more like him or reveal mm-hmm. more of him to us. And both of those things mm-hmm. are things he desires to accomplish. So mm-hmm. I I know from just personal experience, he's answered those in my life before, and we can just be encouraged by that. When you ask, he will answer. Amen. Well, Tabitha, thank you so much. This has just encouraged my heart, my mama heart, as I'm thinking about my own little ones and different things that we're going through and praying through. And just the reminder that we can trust God because he knows what he's doing. He's sovereign and his will is always best. And even that relieves a lot of the pressure too. I, I don't have to have it all perfect. And no, you know, I just, I, simple walking forward in obedience and leaving it in his hands
1: is where i need to be amen <laughs> and that's a good place to be we don't have to have the answers but we can we know whose feet we can find them yes yes
0: well do you mind to close this episode out in prayer just praying for our listeners specifically as we're just challenged to trust our children to the lord
1: amen all right Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, thank you so much for loving us. Thank you, Father, for giving us um, children, Lord, and thank you that we don't have to go at it alone. Thank you that we have your word. We have your Holy Spirit um, guiding us and teaching us. Father, I pray that you would give us wisdom, increase our faith. Father, help us to be quick to obey everything that you ask of us. Father, I pray that you would give us wisdom, in guiding our children. Father, show us people in our realm of influence that we can encourage, that we can help pray for. Father, help us to always be looking to you for help and not in our own abilities. God, thank you so much for being our good shepherd and our, um, our redeemer, Lord. And we pray that you would bless and use us and help us to be good soldiers for you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.
0: Amen. I hope that this episode has brought much glory to Christ, encouraged your heart, and strengthened you to be the wife and mother that God has created you to be. Thanks for listening.